Welcome to Joyosity. I'm Jen Whitmer. I'm a speaker, consultant, and joy bringer, helping you create positive culture with complex people. Because listen, that's all we got. I'm thrilled you were here. So get yourself ready. Grab your multiple beverages, get your speaker, your headphones connected so we can dive in. True leadership requires more than just surface level strategies. It requires a profound connection to everything that makes us human. Each week, I have conversations with experts and leaders and you. If you're listening live, introduce yourself in the comments. Let us know where you are in the world and maybe what's in that mug on your desk. We're connecting as humans, remember? These conversations aren't just fun banter and information. Joyosity is so much more than a live show and a podcast. It's a movement, a space where we dare to explore the depths of our own hearts and minds, a liminal space where you are free to play around and beta test your own growth, sort of like a test kitchen lab for your leadership skills. It's where you discover that real joy has deep roots, a playground to find the hidden truths, the ideas waiting to be explored, and the untamed potential that lies within you. We're not just hanging out in idea land. We're talking about the best actions that develop you as a person and hone your skills as a leader. If you're an experienced leader or just starting out, Joyosity is the community for you. Join us every Monday live at 1 p.m. Eastern on LinkedIn and YouTube for a dose of inspiration and practical advice. Whether you are live in the comments or catching the podcast later, we're here to help you create a place where work is a joy, people are whole, and organizations flourish. Let's go. Good morning, good afternoon. Welcome to Monday Mentor with Jen. I'm Jen Whitmer and I help teams and leaders solve conflict, cultivate communication and create empowered teams. And every week I invite somebody on who is an expert in their field and generally an all around lovely human to be our mentor for about 15 or 20 minutes on a Monday. And today I'm so excited to have my friend Leo. He hey. is fantastic. Leo is an innovation expert, a Lego serious play guru. And I do like to tell Leo that he is why my favorite drive through experience is Chick-fil-A, because he has helped lots of brands work through innovative solutions and problem solving. And I am just so thrilled that you are here today. Welcome, Leo. Thanks, Jen. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. And hi, everybody. Good to see everybody. Yes. <laughs> hi, Julie. So good to see you, even though you're just down the road. I'd love to see you in the comments. And Corinne, welcome. Welcome from New York. Tell us where you're coming in from. And if you've got questions, don't wait for us to get there. You know, drop them in the chat and we will answer them as we can. We're so glad that you're here. So, Leo. So I always love to ask this question. How did you get here? Like what, what is this journey to helping people as an innovator? Where did this come from for you? Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I can't say exactly the origin story, but I think it had to do something with Star Trek when I was growing up. I watched a lot of Star Trek growing up and it's an aspirational show, like going into the future, going into the unknown, exploration, all that. So I think it maybe has started from there. I grew up with the internet. Uh, <laughs> so when the internet became a thing and thought websites were really interesting. And so I ended up wanting to do design. 
because I still wanted to do something with computers or design. Uh, design accepted me, so I became a graphic designer uh, before this whole innovation thing began. But I think a lot of that had to do with graphic design, actually. So oh, interesting. long story short, I moved from Canada to the States uh, with State Farm. And when I moved, the year I moved to the U.S., State Farm launched their innovation department, just happenstance, just mm. like literally the same year. And I was like, what was this? And so to me, by that time in my career, I found that I love like the creative process, creativity, thinking of new things and, you know, applying it to business and all that type of thing. And to me, innovation was like an infusion of creativity, thinking differently, dreaming of new possibilities and business. And it was like the perfect like marriage to put it together. So literally when I found out, I'm like, I am... I'm coming to innovation. <laughs> like you are taking me in whether you want it or not. Like I'm coming to you. And so <laughs> it brought me into the innovation shop uh, at State Farm and I got to dream of the future. I got to think of new ideas, new uh, product ideas for insurance. Yes, it does exist. Uh, and so that's that's where I started my innovation journey it was at State Farm Insurance uh, and I fell in love with it. I love it. And then you moved to Chick-fil-A. And I, the reason I'm saying Chick-fil-A is one, because again, I have said often their drive through people could run the world, but really because <laughs> you helped create something within Chick-fil-A. And I love the name of it, of their innovation space. Yes, I was hired to make innovation better. And it was really from a cultural sort of strategic sort of consulty kind of point of view. Uh, they were like, we want to level up innovation here. So what? how do we do that? So they do have an innovation center called Hatch. Uh, and I had the pleasure of reimagining re and redreaming it uh, a new way to utilize the space to really help people become innovative. My goal was to make everybody an innovator at Chick-fil-A. Uh, and so that's that's really what I did. It was a lot of fun. Part of that was reimagining their innovation center to make it a training and doing space. And then mm -hmm. I trained people on what this whole innovation thing is. It's like, you want, you're interested in this word? Let me help you become an innovator and all the <laughs> things in between. And I think that the, one of the reasons I wanted you to share that, because I think there is this uh, fear out there. I'd love to know from Corinne and Flavia and Julie, like, are, when you hear the word innovation, do you think of yourself as an innovator or do you think that's for somebody else? Um, and so the way you approach it as cultural, as strategy, that holistic approach to, to innovation, I think is really valuable. And so before we like totally launch in, I always love to define the terms. So tell us what you think of is innovation like what do you define or how do you define innovation yeah there, there's like two definitions that i like but today i'm going just to share one and i like to say it's creating a new future mm. yeah and the reason why i'm sharing that one today specifically is because i think in a, an innovation mindset and innovation can be applied to any industry any business line doesn't matter who you are if you can create a new future you're an innovator and so mm -hmm. i think there's a lot of power understanding what that means because I wrote an article about two, three weeks ago talking about like capital I innovation, which is the things that we tend to think of like, let's fly to Mars and let's <laughs> disrupt the taxi industry. And you know, like these huge things, they are all innovation, but we can innovate in our day to day. And so mm -hmm. I say that's little I innovation, that's creating a new future. So there's, we can unpack that, I think in this conversation, but yeah. I want to start with that because anybody can create a new future. 
Yes. And I love that so much. I mean, I, as a full on Enneagram seven is totally always thinking about what's next. And so the idea that I have some agency in creating a new yes. future yeah. is so powerful. It changes the way I approach what I'm doing right now. So tell us a little bit about when you're thinking about an innovation mindset and that differentiation between a capital I and a little I, because yeah, I'm not creating SpaceX, yeah. but I really <laughs> would like creating a better um, place for my family. I like to create a better place for my team and for the clients that I work with. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about what do you see an innovation mindset as and how do we start building that? Like, is yeah. that a skill? two-part question yeah yeah so let me unpack the definition a little bit first so when i say creating a new future i believe like the future is coming to us whether we want it or not right the future is always coming towards us and mm -hmm. so that reality is going to happen so when we say hey there's a different possibility there's a different way of seeing that future that's coming towards us and i see i can imagine something different and i want that new future that i see to happen that's the story of innovation. So I have mm -hmm. to have the ability to think differently about current state, right? And then be able to take that vision and put it into some sort of tangible reality. Yeah. So when you think about business, there's huge impact to that, right? Because then, you know, all sorts of, we can re-envision processes, we can make things better, more efficient, uh, dream of new ways of doing things, all that type of thing. So that there's parts to that that's required. But if we talk about mindset, I have to believe that I can see a new future. I have yeah. to believe that I don't have to go with the current status quo and change it. And that's disruption in its in the essence. So we need the ability to see differently. And that's part of, there's so many mindsets that we can talk about, but that's part of that mindset is like, it's like Star Trek, right? Like I'm going <laughs> boldly into the future. Like I'm going into a different unknown space because again, the, that reality is going to happen whether we want it or not. And so if we can shift the gears and say, hey, let's take this path instead we're starting to innovate. We're starting to shift that narrative to towards innovation. Yeah. I, I love so much about that because it is the future is happening. Yeah. Like the future's coming. I mean, it's going to be 1230 in 15 minutes exactly. or 20 minutes or whatever. <laughs> like we're not stopping that train, but we do have an ability to change what happens in the next 20 yeah. minutes, the next year, the next 10 years, um, the next week. And that, that rather than kind of, acquiescence or uh, this is the way we've always done it. It seems to be working. Um, the curiosity of, Ooh, what if I could improve this or change what the outcome is? That's yeah. a, that's a way to innovate. And that, that's a mindset. I think every leader needs yeah. because as a leader, we're taking someone someplace, we're taking people someplace. That's right. And if we can't see where we're going. Well, then people aren't really going to follow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so I love that space of innovation as a way to create the future that we want. Yeah. And um, that's really, really good. Uh, Corinne was saying, when you think of it that way, she's an innovative person. You yeah, know? Corinne, yes. We are. Yes. It's attainable. Yeah. So the second thing that what you said, I would love for you to talk a little bit more about is you have to be able to think about, I can dream a new future, but then you have to put it into something. And I know that for me, as a great brainstormer, <laughs> this is the step that I feel inadequate about. I don't know about people in the comments, Julie, like, do you feel like you can then place it into something? So tell us a little bit about what that part of the innovation process is. Yeah, yeah. So 
there's different steps to the innovation process. So first, it's really around understanding what the problem is or the problem to be solved for is. And so <laughs> most people like to skip that part, actually, mm -hmm. uh, because we like to dream and come up with new ideas like you and I. I love to dream of new ideas and those types of things. And it's not innovation if it just stays in our minds. That's yeah. just invention, right? Ooh. It's just invention because it's it's not benefiting anybody. It's just something that stays in our head. So we need to actually translate that, translate that into reality. And so one of the mindsets that I, I like to talk about in innovation is a prototyping mindset. Hmm. And so what happens is, is when we have these great ideas, then we're like, okay, what do I do with it? And so fear and overwhelm and reality and perfectionism and all sorts of things start to creep in. And when you start thinking about things like a prototype or beta, whatever you want to call it, mm -hmm. that helps us cognitively to be like, okay, I, it's not going to be perfect out of the gate, but that's okay. And that's part of the process. And so as I do it and put it together, I can learn. So it's not about perfectionism. It's not about even getting it right. It's about starting somewhere and beginning to learn. And so it's really, so I'm a designer, right, by trade. And so I actually have to fight my design brain sometimes and be like, I have this perfectionist, like nobody can see this until I, Leo says it's done, like all this stuff. And I've had to fight my, my brain literally to be like, no, 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 it's okay. Like if it's in process, that's the point. I'm going to learn. I'm going to show it to Jen. I'm going to see what she thinks. She's going to let me know. I'm going to iterate it and, and move on. And so that's a powerful mindset in innovation that we all need. I help. I think it helps us get over our, our uh, mental blocks that hold us back and allow us to build momentum and move forward. Absolutely. Well, I'm, yeah. I mean, I know for me, I don't know about y'all who are watching, but overwhelm is the one that gets me the most. Like some people are like, oh, I'm such a perfectionist. Like that's yeah. the one that gets them. But I just get overwhelmed with yeah. things. And um, so that idea that, oh, I'm just going to try this has totally shifted the way to like last week yeah. I was like, I'm, I have to just try this new workshop. It's a new model. It's a new way for me to do this workshop. It's a new way to teach. And I had to just try it. There was no way else around it, but thinking about it as, Ooh, this is, I'm going to see what I learned from this changed everything. Yeah. Um, and I think we all have experiences like that, whether that's, I'm going to talk to this, I'm going to send an email in a different way. Like I'm going to yeah. try something like that. Or I, I seem to struggle with communication. So what could I do that's different? And let me just try it. Like yeah. it, it starts to lower that bar. And I yeah. think that's so powerful. And yes, Corinne is repeating your fantastic phrase. <laughs> if it stays in your mind, that's invention, not innovation. Um, so tell us a little bit about how an innovative mindset, like we can imagine, I think, how it helps in business, you know, like, ooh, we create new products and people want to buy them, like that kind mm. of profit centered space. But what about just as a person who's leading people? Like, how does an innovative mindset help us grow as team leaders or leading a family? What does that do for us in our whole lives? Yeah, I think it's funny. I, I had a conversation with somebody on LinkedIn earlier. So last week I was at a trade show and I actually had to apply innovation mindset while I was at the trade show because I was setting up a booth and I had too many tables and not enough space. And I wrote an article if you want to read about it. <laughs> but I actually needed to imply two mindsets, a beginner's mindset and a prototype mm -hmm. mindset, because mm -hmm. I was stuck in the way I was looking at the design of the booth, because traditional trade show booths are table, you behind it, your stuff on it. Yeah. Basically pretty simple. <laughs> Maybe a backdrop. <laughs> Maybe a backdrop. Yeah. But like, it's pretty. And so I, I was doing a Lego serious play thing. 
and I wanted to display my innovation stuff. And so I had to actually shift out of like, my brain is telling me I have to use this structure as is, or it has to look like everybody else. And I'm like, nope. And so I had to get rid of that one. And then I had to apply a prototype mindset where I was like, okay, how am I going to redesign it after I figured out I could redesign it? And then I was just thinking, I was in analysis paralysis. I'm like, oh, no. And I'm like stuck. And I'm like, I don't have time for this. I'm like, I need to prototype and move fast. So I started just pushing stuff around mm -hmm. until I got to the design that I ended up with. And I'm like, this is great. And so like, to me, innovation mindset can be applied to anything. I had somebody write to me who's like, this is such a great example of how innovation mindset applies to our life. Yeah. Like, like I, so I, I work from home a lot and, you know, my office has changed like four or five times and I'm like, I don't know if it's going to work, but I'll just prototype it and we'll just see, or even things as like during the pandemic, when I didn't want people in my house changing stuff in my house, I'm like, I'm just going to like learn electric, electrical stuff. And I'm going to like learn how to put up pillars. And honestly, it was a prototype mindset that I used to be like, it's okay if it doesn't work. And if it messes up, it's all right. Like, so you can apply the innovation mindset to your entire life, like literally anything. But when I think about leaders, I, I think innovation is one of the most empowering things you can do for your people. I, I really do. Because if you think again, back to the definition that we're saying today, creating a new future, who on your team does not want to be able to input their ideas and like see change and have agency that they're helping the team or, you know, they're helping improve the business or whatever, like, like people choose to be on our teams, they choose our organizations. And so when we empower them to be like, yes, I validate that I want your new thinking, I want you to bring it to the table, I want to see what you can do people are able to step into that. And then they're doing incredible things that maybe they didn't even themselves think that they could do. Mm -hmm. You know, like I, I never knew that I could design an innovation, a 30,000 square foot innovation center for a huge corporate organization. Like I didn't know I had that, but <laughs> my leader allowed me the space to explore. And, you know, so what are the things that we all can do to help our people, you know, level up and like step into innovation? Oh, such a great question. And I think one of there are lots of definitions of leadership. I mean, tons of them. Um, and like you, I have a few that I like uh, talking about. But one of the, I think one of the jobs of a leader is to create new leaders. Mm. And um, and so when you're talking about the people who want to really contribute and giving them that space to grow is such a powerful innovation mindset. Let's try this. Yeah. And if it doesn't work, that's we learned something rather than if it doesn't work, we failed. That's a totally different space. Yeah. And I love that idea of like empowering your team to contribute because that's what you hired them to do. That's right. Yeah, I hope so. That's what you were wanting yeah. from them. And, yeah. and even if you're doing a volunteer group, like a couple of people I know in the comments are actually running volunteers. And so like bringing those people out of volunteer space and giving them up that opportunity is really powerful. Yeah. And that's what you are wanting from those types of groups and organizations. So, yeah. um, oh, it's just so good. And I want to keep talking to you. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I... I feel like it validates. It's like, I hired you. I want your brain. I want your yes. new thinking. Like you're, you're validating that the gifts that they have, that they, that maybe they're like, I can bring that here. Really? You want to know that from me? Like, I think, mm -hmm. I feel like innovation creates that space for them to be like, it's, it's like, and it's like, I'm, I feel seen. Like I, I, you recognize that I can do that and you're allowing me to like, that's amazing. Like, you know, so 
I, I think innovation is a great, the greatest thing ever for so many reasons. Absolutely. I mean, we could, I, and I think one of the reasons I really wanted to talk to you and bring you on Monday Mentor is because I think innovation is such a buzzword and there's yeah. like innovation, incubation, you know, like we're trying to do all this kind of stuff, which feels yeah. out of touch and not out of touch for some people, but just out of reach for a lot of the people that I'm working with. They're like, well, I'm not in the tech space. Why do I need to innovate? And yeah. really, I mean, your example of your home is perfect. I, I mean, I know tons of people are like, well, I've always kept the silverware in that drawer in my kitchen rather than, does that actually work? Can yeah. I move that? So these little things that make our lives better That's right. is part of having an innovation mindset. And so I'm so grateful for you. And so tell the people about, you've got some great stuff here at all of, you've got so many resources, but tell the people where to find you, what you're doing next, how they can keep with you and keep learning about innovation. Yeah, um, my social media handle is at Leo Nelson Chan. So I'm most active on LinkedIn. I am working on Instagram, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I'm, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. But I, I post like uh, articles that I'm writing or just things I'm thinking about because I think I, if you don't know what innovation is and you'd like to learn, I, you know, please do follow me because I do post these things. And I, 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 I'd love for innovation to be ubiquitous. I, I feel like mm. it should be democratized to the people. I want more people to know about it. That's part of my business. So I do train. If you're interested to learn, I can teach you the things. Um, but that's what it's all about. I, I I want innovation to be in more hands of people because it really should be. Because again, it's you think about empowering folks. I want people to step into what they're able to do, their, their gifts to the world. And I think innovation is the path to get them there. Yeah. I mean, what a great way to end. I just, yeah. Democratizing innovation is, it would be so powerful to all of us. I think and when we start to think of things as opportunities and options versus the one way, there's just so much more available to us. Yeah. There's and so it, much more yeah. available. And it's so exciting. I, <laughs> I mean, I think that, I mean, watch some Star Trek, okay? Here's some homework. Watch, watch some Star Trek and like be inspired best by the intro. It's amazing. It's like we're boldly going into the unknown. Like this is amazing. Like yeah. you get to create the future that you want to see happen in your organizations, in your personal life, in your leadership, with your teams. Like you get the ability to craft a new narrative and yeah. innovation lets you get there. So I'm like, I think it's like most, I think it's super exciting. So watch them Star Trek. See how you feel. I hope you're inspired by it. I always am. <laughs> well, it's so true. Like we get inspired, but I think the power of like you break it down. Like yeah. it is a skill that you learn. Like I talk yeah. a lot about how confidence isn't a feeling. Confidence is a skill we build yeah. and innovation is a skill that is accessible to yes. you. Yes. And, and so you help us get there. And, yes. uh, you know, I, I'm helping my 13 year old. She's super into cooking right now and she wants to learn how to do things. So we've been doing soups. And nice. so she's learning how to saute. She's learning how to do that skill. It's not a skill that's out, out from someplace else. It is, it's there. Yeah. And, um, yeah. So, Oh, I could just talk to you for forever. Love and it. yes, Love Karina's it. talking about self-efficacy. I feel like she's listened to me. Also, she might also be an educator, but lots of us educators talk about self-efficacy as the way to build confidence. I'm so grateful for you. I am so glad that you were here today. And everybody, we meet every Monday here at 1 p.m. Eastern. And I have a guest almost every week talking about their brilliance. Thank you, Leo, for being here. And I am so glad that you could share with us this fantastic work about innovation. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure. Yeah. It's been a pleasure. Thanks, everybody. Have a great day. Bye. Bye, everybody. So let me put my coach hat on for just a sec. Don't just leave this here. Take a moment. What did you learn? What's your next tiny action step? 
share this episode with someone and tell them. Connect with us to keep this conversation going. As always, I'm Jen Whitmer. Thank you for listening to Joyosity. I don't take for granted that your earballs have a lot of information coming at you. Please take a moment to rate and subscribe. It really helps more people join us in creating positive culture with complex people. So work is a joy, people are whole, and organizations flourish. Can't wait for you to join us next week.